Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome to this episode of Ready Yet, the podcast where we talk about who you have to be to find the success that you want to find. And today I'm very, very excited to have Tamara Golden here with me. Um, I think my favorite thing that you said to me, I met you at a networking event. You do the same thing I do. I write everybody's names down. I put little stars next to who I think I should reach out to, sometimes based on what they say, sometimes based on how they look or what their background is. And sometimes who knows why, you're just drawn to put a star next to someone's name. And I remember when um, you and I had our first conversation, you said to me, oh my gosh, she reached out to me. I'm always the one who reaches out, which I just freaking absolutely loved because I'm all about taking action. Um, So not only was I intrigued with your business and you, but I was just so excited to find that fellow entrepreneur who understands you got to go talk to some people if you're going to have a business. Well, that's right. I mean, what's, what's that famous saying? The fortune is in the follow-up. I mean, it's, you you can't just meet a bunch of people or, or go learn something fantastic and then not do anything with that. And, and so many people, it's amazing how many people don't though. And that's why I was so impressed when you reached out to me because I already had you on my radar and I'm like, well, holy smoke, she beat me to the punch. Well, all right. I like this girl already. It is amazing. And I mean, it is a networking event. That's why we're there. So real quick, because I don't want to miss this opportunity, because I just am in love with what you do. So tell people what your official, you know, official introduction of uh, a little bit about your business. My official introduction. Well, I will tell everyone, my name is Tamara Golden, and I'm the owner and CEO of Journey Work Retreats. And we are a full service destination retreat strategy and planning company. And we work across the US and overseas. And what that means in a nutshell is that we offer from done with you courses to done for you services that help heart-centered entrepreneurs to embed retreats into their business growth model and then help them plan, market, monetize those retreats. So that's what we do. We do everything from soup to nuts in the retreat strategy and planning space. Very cool. Very cool. I have to tell you, I think one of the reasons I put a star next to your name was your beautiful background. Maybe it was on your website. It looked like the redwood trees and Cal- I mean, it was just like <laughs> such a gorgeous picture. So here I was thinking that she has retreats. I'm going to go wherever that picture is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I need to go there. And then I find out, no, it's so much more than that. So how did you get to be doing what it is that you're doing? How much time do we have, Erin? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. Um, so I, I actually started out in the coaching space. So I was a life and career coach 
for 20 years and I then stepped into the travel space and worked as a travel planner for a while and I'm going to be completely honest with you I love the creativity of putting an itinerary together and planning a trip it did nothing for my heart space um, and I know we're going to be talking about heart space a little bit later when we talk about who you need to be, but it did nothing. And so I had to have some serious conversations with the universe to ask, so, okay, you brought me, you very clearly brought me here. What is it that you want me to be doing? Do you want me to go back into coaching? Didn't feel that was the right path. So, you know, I'm very much about, oh, you got to move forward. Don't ever go back, right? <laughs> it's all about moving forward. So, so I was, I was really confused for a little while. And then I discovered retreats. I, someone brought it to my attention. Well, have you ever thought about doing retreats? And it was someone very close in my inner circle. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. And I was, you know, head down. I'm a travel person. Being now. a human doing, not a human being. And we're going to talk yeah. a little bit more about that in a minute. But, um, and eventually like six months later, I looked into it and I thought, oh, I mean, like literally when I looked into it and I went and did some research and I started talking to people, it was one of those moments, kid you not, one of those moments where the, the, the clouds part and the rays shine down, you know, you hear the choirs of angels. I don't know. I'm not a real angel person, but it's like, oh, you know, from streaming from above. And it was literally one of those moments where it hit me over the head that this was exactly what I was supposed to be doing because it is the perfect coming together, magic storm, confluence of like all the things that I am good at, all the things I'm passionate about, personal growth, spiritual growth, and, and all that organization, planning, logistics, that is my jam. So it just was the perfect storm and perfect, perfect platform and place for me. And I do it for, there's two things that, that, that get me going about the retreats. I want you to, I want your folks to understand retreats for me are a powerful platform, but my bigger mission is behind really supporting all the coaches, I call them my light workers, the people out doing the deeper personal healing, growth, transformation work out there in the world, giving them that powerful platform so that they can not only grow their business, but really accelerate the outcomes in their clients. And that raises the collective consciousness. It supports them, grows their business. And that is what gets me up in the morning every day because that's what I'm about. Well, it's like having multiple layers of influence. But one of the things you said that I loved so much, and you almost glossed over it, so I really want to draw your attention to it because I think this happens to people and they don't know what to do. You made a change and you knew you weren't happy, but instead of talking about, I made a mistake, this is all messed up, it's not what I wanted, instead of being negative about it, you kept going, you kept looking, you kept saying, okay, I'm here now. What is it that I need to know next? As opposed to the victim-y approach of, oh, here we go again. I made a bad decision. And I really think, and, and tell me if you found this, even if things aren't exactly what I want, I find that if I continue to do my best at it, do a good job at it, keep working it, the next thing comes. Yes. All right. So I'm going to, let's dive in because I, you know, I don't stay on the superficial for very long. So I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for it here because you're on to something that is actually fundamental that your listeners really need to understand. Um, there are no mistakes. Things happen or do not happen 
for a reason because there is a lesson for you to learn and it will keep happening until the lesson is learned. Oh God, yeah. So the sooner you get it, the better your life will be. Um, and there's, I had to get really clear about this as a, not only in my personal life, but certainly as, a, as an entrepreneur, I, had a, I still have a little bit of a challenge with the word failure. And so I had to do a coaching reframe on that word and I came to embrace it as feedback. Yes, it's data. It's feedback. Yep. Okay, yeah. that didn't work. That relationship didn't work. That marketing effort didn't work. So it can be in your personal life. It can be in your professional life. And yeah, there's going to be a moment where it kind of sucks and you got to lick your wounds a little bit when it doesn't feel so good when something doesn't work out. But you know what? As soon as you stop crying and you kind of pick yourself up and dust yourself off, get back up on that saddle, you understand it was feedback. That path was not meant to work. So guess what? Get going and try something different. And, and if, you, if you're open to, you know, regardless of what your, your, your spiritual beliefs are, if you're open to kind of allowing flow and things coming into you and you have your radar up, the conversations, people that you meet, things that you see that catch your eye, it's amazing how, how we're guided to what those next actions and steps should be. And what you have to do is have the trust to keep stepping forward and, and, and pick up on those breadcrumbs as well, you're, as they're being sprinkled before you. So tell me this, cause this that was a gold mine, people take it in. That was a gold mine. <laughs> so here's the follow-up gold mine. Cause if you can figure this out, how do you, how have you, for you learned to tell the difference between Next step, feedback, not failure, try this. And on the other hand, squirrel. Like there is a distraction problem when you haven't tried hard enough or long enough, which is different than I'm getting the feedback that this didn't work. I need to change it. How do you discern between those two things? Erin, I'm going to tell you exactly how I discern, and I'm going to give you a real live story, okay? Very recent, very raw, very fresh, okay? So um, I, my spiritual practice involves meditation. I'm a new wave, a new agey kind of gal, um, and uh, coming having come from, my father's a, a minister. He's an Episcopal priest. So, you know, coming come from... Um, uh, but a hippie, mind you. So <laughs> a rather loose Christian background and upbringing, um, <laughs> loose and leftist. Uh, but, um, I, you know, my, my, my spiritual leanings are very much um, in that new age direction. So I do a, reg I have a regular meditation practice. And what helps to keep me grounded, centered, and understanding between the squirrel, like so what I would say an ego response and a spirit response is how I would kind of say it is, is that regular spiritual meditation. And I'm gonna give you a, a really grounded example. All right. Let's get let's get real for a minute here because in the early months of the pandemic, back in March and April, what was the the buzzword of the day if you were an entrepreneur? Pivot. What how are you gonna pivot your business? What are you gonna to do to pivot? You know, da -da -da -da, pivot, 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 left, right, front, center, da -da -da, pivot, pivot. And it felt like you needed to have like armor, like you know, what the Wonder Woman braces, like right. pivot, pivot, you know, like to have them to ward them off. But um, so 
I had to get really quiet. I mean, you, I'm, I'm going to really, I'm going to keep it real here and give you a story um, that is, like I said, very raw and very fresh and very recent. I had to get quiet and go into meditation and ask, what was I supposed to do? What's the meaning of all of this that's happening? What is my role? Where, where am I supposed to take my business? And I got the message repeatedly to stay my course. Now, I want you to understand that I do in-person retreats, yeah. not virtual retreats. Everybody, their mother and their dog was telling me that I should be going in the direction of virtual. And they were looking at me like I had two heads and still do when I tell them that I'm really sticking to my guns on the in-person side. And this isn't me being, I mean, I wanted to make sure I wasn't being the five-year-old child and digging my heels in and just right. being stubborn, right? right? Because they're stubborn right. and then they're staying your course and you need to understand the difference. So I had to tune in once, twice, multiple times because I had all of this barrage of outside information that could easily have been squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. And I had people, this was really hard for me, people, mentors, people I look up to telling me, you're going to be the next blockbuster. You're going to go out of business. Like they were looking at me like I was crazy. And I felt like I was at the top of a mountain shouting to like nobody that I wanted to stay in this in-person space. Nobody understood it. And yet I kept getting intensely greater clarity, the more outside noise that came at me, but I had to go in. I had to go in for that messaging. And that's the only place any of us can go for an ultimate answer. <laughs> so well, that's how true. you, that's how, you know, if you're on the right course, you got to ask, you've got to ask, you've got to ask and you've got to sit with the idea. And I always said, I, the fact that I'm a bit woo woo is usually surprising to people that I can talk the talk and know the concepts because I'm just so direct and so pragmatic. They don't, you know. Oh, so am I though. <laughs> they, they just don't expect it. You know, public schools in the seventies and eighties in Chicago, like people just don't expect it. But you do have to sit with ideas and feelings. And yes. to your point, the way that I have learned, probably not as developed, but it's how do I feel? Am exactly. I doing something? It's the intention underneath, way underneath. Am I doing it because I'm scared of something? Yes. Or am I doing it because I'm inspired by something? Yes. Oh, so well said, Aaron. Because if you, nothing done out of fear comes to a good result. No. Nothing. Staying in a relationship, leaving a relationship, staying in a business following another business venture. I mean, nothing done out of fear leads, leads to a good result. It is only when you're led by inspiration and you feel that in your gut, you feel it in that intuitive space, your body. I mean, even if you don't have a meditative practice, we all know you, all of us to a person, you know, when you're feeling something in your gut, that's telling you, Oh, I don't know if I should be doing this versus those times when you're like, so swept away by inspiration. And I've done things that feel like that's how I that's how I figure out who to partner with that's mm -hmm. how I figure out what my next business ventures are going to be the next business course I should take as a professional if I am drawn to something and it resonates with me so deeply and inspires me that's my signal that's my clue so you could not have said that better sister awesome awesome awesome, awesome. so I'm kind of you know I ask a lot of people these questions and I almost feel like I might know your answers like 
just because of the story you shared, I always ask people, what was their biggest obstacle and what are they most proud of? And I almost feel like you just shared yours with us. Like the biggest obstacle was staying your course while all the noise was telling you you're wrong. And you should also be most proud of staying your course while all the noise was telling you you're wrong. So tell us other things. You know, I love sharing stories of obstacles because especially these days, being heavily in marketing, you see this a lot. We're all just stuck in a situation where we're comparing our trying to get and build to someone else's highlight reel. Yeah. And anytime we can share the truth, the, the, you know, the dirty underbelly that we've all been there and creating more reality for people is what inspires them. So, you know, you, sh you shared with us that you went into the travel business, which I remember us talking about, um, and that wasn't what you had hoped it would be, what you've gone through this year with trying to keep your course while the universe told you you were crazy, or no, the universe told you you're good, the people told you you're crazy. What are some other things that you have found to be these obstacles that stop people, and who did you have to be to keep your keep your wits about you well this was something that actually I just came into dropped into a deeper understanding around this year so I will share this I mean I'm just sharing I think you and I are very similar in that you know one of the reasons you have a podcast is we love to share stories and we love to share like if there's anything that I can share that helps somebody else get to someplace a whole lot faster with a lot less pain than it took me to get there I am all about it like you know because it's like I'm a, I'm a teacher and a mentor at heart that's yeah. kind of part of who I am in my persona so I love sharing with people and if it can if whatever can be helpful to them take it and run with it so one thing that I dropped into a much deeper understanding around this year it finally I finally got it you know like you can hear something a bunch of times and then there's that time when you hear it for like the 110th time where you're like wait a minute now I understand oh you have a aha moment right maybe it's somebody said it to you in a different way you heard it at a different space and or time and but anyway I really started to understand this year that I needed to be this is going to sound so blasé and so simple and it's so profound. I needed to be not afraid to be me. Okay. I have to tell you something because halfway through your statement, I knew what you were going to say. And I have just gone through that at another level as well. So I have just peeled away another layer of, you know, tomorrow's going to get authentic and real because we, you know, I'm East Coast educated as well. And I, and you know, we're brought up in a certain age where it's like you had these check marks, you know, these check boxes you had to check off and you had to behave a certain way. And, you know, you know, I grew up where I had to go, go and be prim and proper around my grandmother and you had to have manners and certain, like there's all these layers of things that have been put upon us. And we have to spend a lot of years in like our thirties. I feel like forties. Now I'm into early. Should I say I'm in my early fifties? I'm, hey, I'm damn. I look good. Anyway. <laughs> with you. So, um, you know, and it's like we feel, spend all these years then stripping it all back to understand, well, who am I at, I at my core? And part of that is getting to this place where I'm doing retreats and really understanding that that is my mission in this lifetime. Like that is da hands down. That's my calling. That's what I know I'm here to do. Now it was like dropping into an additional layer of, well, who do I need to be 
let's go to that B question. Who do I need to be to draw the clients I'm meant to work with to me to run my business in the way that I want to run it? You know, have all of these things falling in place for me so that I am I am bringing to fruition this mission and this vision, which is far bigger than, than what I would have come up with on my own out of my own little head. So, you know, it's, it's, it's accepting, accepting that mission and vision and then dropping into, well, who do I need to be and who I need to be is much, I mean, a much deeper, authentic place than I was operating previously. And it, it goes into that question of, you know, staying true to doing in, in, you know, events in person, because one of the biggest obstacles is that at the time and I, that you and I are talking, there's still areas where, you know, there's still a lot of hesitation and trepidation around people gathering, around travel. I mean, I, inter- I work at the intersection of those two things. So, you know, I still sit in this place, well, okay, let's start planning for 2021 because I don't think we're going to be here that much longer and let's get moving. Let's get, you know, put some stuff on the calendar because I'm also about manifesting. So let's make it happen. Um, yeah. But that's, you know, I have to authentically drop into this is what I believe and this is what I feel, you know, I I feel that moving ahead and starting to plan for next year is what we should be doing to manifest that, you know, the, the moving, the faster moving through of what we're in, staying stuck in fear. And I'm, you know, and this is not, this is an apolitical conversation. This is me about tuning into this, what I'm being told by kind of source, you know, that let's get moving with this and let's manifest as a, as a, as a globe, let's move fast past the fear and into a, a bigger place. Well, and here's what people don't realize is I understand it from the manifestation side, but it's also simple economy too, with the velocity of money. And the reason the recession, the previous recession was so bad is because the money stopped moving. It stopped mm. being spent. It stopped being lent. Money stopped moving. And mm. that is not a woo-woo theory. That's an economist theory. Mm. How many times in a given period does the dollar turn over, change hands, is Mm. the velocity of money. And the more you can keep the velocity of money moving, the better your economy is. That makes sense. Yeah. And it is really at that intersection where woo-woo and more pragmatic, more, you know, traditional types of teachings. But... You can't go anywhere when you're frozen. You know, you can't fix anything when you're frozen. And I totally get not necessarily making the biggest plans of your life for four months from now because there's so much unknown. But that doesn't mean, and this is another mistake that I'm sure you see people make, this is not an all or nothing situation. This is not everything or do nothing situation. And I think that's where people get themselves into a big problem. Well, and let's go back to what you said earlier. You have to be taking action. You have to be in mo- movement, right? You have to be moving forward. So if you stay stuck, if you're sitting in this, if you accept uncertainty as fear and fear as your modus operandi, that is getting you no, all you're going to do is stay there. You will not ever exit from that space. Correct. We won't exit from it as people. We won't exit from it, at, you know, as a culture, <laughs> as a population. So you've got to be doing what you can do to take those little steps, even if they're little, little, little baby steps. Mm-hmm. So I've said, okay, so pick some dates, put something on the calendar for 2021. What's the worst thing that happens? We've already got to reschedule it. Okay. Like we haven't figured out how to do that a few times in multiplication over the last few months. That's, that's not a big deal. But you sitting in fear is a bigger 
deal, that is going to be infinitely more detrimental to you and to your business. So real quick, because this is one of my favorite topics. Now, I just happen, and I couldn't tell you how it happened, but I happen to be a person who is pretty decent at be scared and do it anyway. I've jumped out of planes. I've swam with sharks. I've done ridiculous amounts of stupid stuff that I was scared to do and did it anyway. But, and I get not everybody feels that way. So it's real easy, you know, so sometimes I feel like it's real easy for me to sit here and say, you have to get out of fear. But what is your favorite tactic for getting out of fear? Okay, well, let me go back for a second and ask you, why did you do those things if you were afraid? What was I love the adrenaline rush. Anyway, I'm an adrenaline, adrenaline rush. I'm adrenaline. Were you also as inspired as you were or excited and inspired excited. as you were afraid. Right. I'm excited and I, I've learned that those are all the same chemicals, so I like the spike. Okay, because this is super, super important for what we were talking about a minute ago. When you are inspired, it doesn't mean that that does not come with a dose of fear. Yeah. Okay, this goes back to, is it a squirrel or is it something that you feel your, your feeling in your gut is a good thing for you to do. It will push the envelope for you. It will get you out of your comfort zone. I mean, what there's a saying, I forget who said it, but you know, if you're not doing, you should at least do one thing a day that scares you. Right. You know, and I, I'm a big, I mean, this is a risk taker. You do, you've done even crazier things than I do, but I'm a massive, I'm a pretty massive risk, risk taker, I think, but I'm a calculated risk taker. I will sit with it and I will think about it. And if I'm still inspired, I will do it. Um, and you know, and I've, you know, moved overseas. I've moved all the way across the country, moved overseas, not knowing anyone moved all the way across the country, not knowing anyone. I mean, I've taken some pretty big risks in life and some major risks in my business. And it's been because I was, there was something in my gut that told me that that was what I was supposed to do. And even if it was scary, it was more exciting than it was scary. But you have to, it goes back to this, this thing about, um, and this is a thing that I think has dropped into a deeper level for me this year as well. Trust. I was, oh my God, we are always, I was just gonna say, it comes down to trust. It comes down to trust because if the universe puts something in front of you and you know it's the right next step, even if you're scared, can we swear on this show? Sure. Even if you're, even if you're scared shitless, it's that it's probably, but it's a good thing. Okay. And I'm not saying go off and do something stupid for the do, sake of doing something stupid. But if you, if something resonates with you at a cellular level, yep. it's because it's calling to your soul. And if you don't step into it, if you don't have the trust that that's the next step, you're impeding your own progress forward in life. Yeah. I mean, and it really, <laughs> I don't want to say that any other way. It's learning to listen to the little voice and going back to one of the things you said that you've been doing this year. I think that's that building trust with yourself is more also about becoming authentically you. Yes. And I think that what's really important if people haven't done this for themselves, whether they're in business or not, you need to have, I think, some practice where you sit with questioning yourself or you need to work with a coach, a yeah. mentor, but someone who will put your feet to the fire and dig with you, isn't afraid to dig with, and even if it's a friend, but a friend who can be objective with you and question you and say, okay, well, you know, why aren't you doing it? I hear, you know, I've heard you say this, Aaron, I've heard you say this 10 times. Like, why aren't you taking action enough? You know, what's up, what's going on here? Somebody who can hold you accountable and, and really put your feet to the fire. 
the friend that's honest with you. I have a friend um, that we shop together and that's the rule. There is no, no allowing when you say, how does this look? There's no room for lying. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear the polite white lie that, oh, that looks fine. You're doing me no favors by telling me something looks fine that doesn't look fine. Exactly. Exactly. So I think having, having counsel, having mentorship in whatever form, it's, it's a mastermind, it's a coach, it's, a, you know, friends, but, you know, depending upon, you know, whether it's personal, professional, or some combination of both, because we don't, let's be real, especially as entrepreneurs, we don't, there's no separation between the two. Uh, you are your business, so you better get that stuff handled that's going on personally, too. So, I, it's just really super important. It's super important that people do not operate in a vacuum, and I think that's one of the, the, the things that's been really um damaging in this pandemic is we have people in isolation and people who feel isolated and as a, as a species a it's not what we're supposed how we're supposed to be and b it's really detrimental to us so you know people need to have that counsel awesome i honestly can't think of a stronger thing to end on i absolutely agree with you you cannot operate in a vacuum you can't come up with your best idea i that was my biggest fear when i left my corporate job i was not going to come up with my best ideas sitting here alone with my cat um she's great but you know marketing, <laughs> marketing is not her strong point though thanks to the pandemic she is officially now an uh, international speaker but, <laughs> but yeah i i absolutely love it um get help whether that's paid help, whether that's a mastermind group, whether that's a, a friend and accountability partner. Um, absolutely love it. So if people want to learn more about you, get in touch with you, stay in touch with you, learn more about your business and all the cool things you can teach them, how would they do that? I would say the probably the best thing to do would be to go to our website. So it's journey work, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y work, W-O-R-K. So the word journey, the word work, retreats, plural, journeyworkretreats.com. And we have a, uh, for those who might be interested in retreats, we offer a free retreat ready assessment on our website. And cool. it's just, you're, my information on how to get a hold of me is on there, what we have going on, courses, events coming up, and uh, our free assessment. So I would say go to our website if you'd like to learn more. And I, I love intersecting with folks who are in my tribe, um, you know, the healers, the light workers out there, even if retreats is not their cup of tea, you never know, because maybe it's not now, it could be someday. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much for joining us. I will make sure that information is also in the notes so people can absolutely reach out and get a hold of you. Love chatting with you. I know we are so on the same page. Hopefully everybody took away their nuggets. Thank you so much for listening in and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, Feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Erin Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.